Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Joe Lucero with Evolution Performance out of California. Joe, what is going on, man? Happy Thursday. How are you feeling? Oh, man, I'm feeling great. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. we're looking at, oh, about 70 degrees, blue skies, nice little breeze going on, living the life. There, it doesn't get better than that, Joe. I'll tell you that, man. We're excited to have you on. We appreciate you being here. And, you know, I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have okay. going on with Evolution Performance. But let's take a step back, Joe, if we can, and give the viewers some perspective, okay? So if you can, Joe, in your own words, how would you describe Evolution Performance and what you guys do? Evolution Performance, um, in my eyes, is a community of individuals that get together with one common goal. That's health and wholeness. Um, and that is one thing that we are very proud to provide on many platforms, actually. Not just a, we are a big box. We are 6,000 square feet. Um, but we, we do a lot of specialized training as well. You know, with this here, we do a lot of HIT work, um, definitely high intensity intervals training um, for everyday individuals, anything from in your 20s all the way up. And I think our most mature individuals, probably 70. Um, so they come in for their workouts. We really invest a lot of time and energy into educating the youth on health and wholeness. And it's just not coming into the gym and getting a workout in and maxing out and, and doing those kinds of things. But we use that as a platform for things in life. You know, the lessons that we teach within our gym environment are the things that these young men and women that take outside. And they apply that to their everyday life with their mothers, their fathers, their teachers, things of that nature. Um, so we're very, very proud of that. Um, we do invest a lot of time and energy also into our Olympic weightlifting side of things, which is just an amazing art form in itself, of course. But during this time in history with this pandemic, um, we were able to still function where we we actually produced um, one Olympic competitor. Her name is Nini Manume, and uh, she made it to the Olympics in 2022. And she is ranked 10th in the world, which is an amazing feat. A young lady that came from the projects, just got involved um, through a high school, it stuck with it. And now is wow. just an amazing, amazing role model for kids all the way in our gym. Like I said, from eight years old, they're starting to come train at the gym um, wow. to be a part of her environment. And, and, I, and I can't say that enough. She's a wonderful little spirit, just a joy to be around. So that's our community. You know, it, yeah. it, it reaches many levels. But yet it is a community of, I got to say, love and just sharing. Yeah. I love that explanation there, Joe. I love it. I think yeah, I can see the versatility. I can see the broad audience you're serving. I can see that you're truly, truly in this to help people. I think that's amazing. I appreciate that. I appreciate, I'm sure the viewers appreciate it as well. So now that we kind of know who we're talking to, what we're working with here, and a little bit about evolution performance, let's start with the basics. Yeah. Joe, um, how many how many members are you serving currently? 
we have about 200, 200, 200. Yeah, about 200 members. And then the diversification is what is amazing. We literally okay. are breaking this down into thirds, you know, our hit environment yeah. plus the youth perspective. And then the Olympic lifting is very, very well balanced um, in participation. We throw like three to four lifting events a year. And these are folks that like, they'll fly out from New York. We've had people from Florida fly out, Texas, you know, all the, all the bigger communities. Um, we had JJ Cummings, you know, which, oh, wow, which is really? sick, right? Wow. Yeah, okay. you know, it, yeah, it gets legit out here. I so, can see. yeah, um, so I'm super proud of that part. The, uh, like the youth part of it, you know, these are national teams that travel, uh, super proud to really just sort of represent that youth conversation because yeah. I mean, it's so important in the success of not only our society, but yet the success of athletics as a whole, yeah. you know, that's our future, uh, really teaching these kids how to do it right, do it with integrity and do it with character. And, um, you know, a lot of the college coaches, they're going to come down here and I call it the invitational. So all these teams get together down here in San Jose, California at this big, big, uh, big stadium, they play the baseball and that's where they get recruited. So, uh, you know, that in itself is an amazing thing. Uh, super yeah. happy about that part. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and I like to ask this question too, cause I think every gym is different. Yeah. So for you, Joe, and especially with your broad audience, I mean, what's been the best method or best practice to get new people interested or through the door? That is a great question. And that's something that I had toyed with since the beginning of evolution, literally. Wow. Um, finding that voice, finding that platform of not only developing confidence with the individual, Especially now coming out of this time in history, you have a lot of what I'll say couch potatoes. You know, they're coming up. They forgot how to work out. They knew they knew, used to know how to work out. Yeah. But now how do we <laughs> introduce that to them, you know, and just let them know, like, it's okay to begin again kind of thing. Um, so with that, um, I work with a really cool guy, uh, Boris, and he's out of actually Australia. And he helped me really develop a voice you know, develop my perfect client, help develop color schemes, help develop this, this welcoming, nurturing spirit that we try yeah. to really put forward out here. So developing your voice, being confident in that voice. And if you say it, you do it. If you do it, you say it. And it's consistency. When these young athletes, the moms, the dads, I mean, the moms, the dads didn't even bring the kids in. When they see the consistency, then they get this feeling. And this is one gentleman, he told me, he says, you know, some of these places, they use you like an ATM. And like me, I go to the games as a strength conditioning coach, and I'll watch the players play. And they go like, what are you doing here? I go, well, I got to come see how they're doing. And they go, a lot of guys don't do that. So super happy. I say what I'm going to do. I do what I'm going to say, and I'm consistent in my efforts on all the platforms that I yeah. work with. I think that's awesome, especially, I mean, look, being a gym owner, an entrepreneur, whatever you want to say, I think the hardest thing is having that that honesty and 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 that 
and being true to yourself almost where like, you know, some people at a job will jump at when like, Hey, you got to do this. You got to do it right now. And, and they'll do it. They'll do it. Right. But if you can keep your word with yourself, that will make a successful entrepreneur and gym owner, which I love what you're doing there, Joe. That's such a great point. I appreciate you sharing that for the viewers there. And um, I, I'm very curious here, very curious. Cause I, I see the square footage versus the members that you have here. And so I, I like to ask this to you. I mean, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited, Joe. I mean, how much higher can you go than that 200 mark? I mean, what's what's capacity look like for you? That's a really good question. And, I, and I've thought of that, honestly, like since day one. Um, because in California, in what I call our little bubble here, literally, you know, on the peninsula, you can grow as big as you want to grow. But then again, I have noticed other individuals that have grown and they sort of shoot themselves in the foot because they're not able to really maintain their product. You know, they lose sight of their product and then chase that little bit of a dollar. I was like, no, no, yeah. no. I go, me, I top out, I'm topping out at 225 members. After that, I stop. And then as people move away, I will move people in. But to me, it's all about just maintaining that 6,000 square feet. And I just actually redesigned the whole gym um, which really super happy, looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and that's just, and it wasn't my idea. It was one of my trainers. He came to me, he says, Hey, Joe, he goes, check this out. You're, you, you're growing these platforms and they're wrapping around this one area. He goes, but Hey, how about if you just broke it down? You got eight platforms running on this side. You, you move the rig over 20 feet, keep it into the center. Cause we got, we have probably a 60 foot rig that okay. that we run right in the center and then you have 2000 square feet over here for us trainers and i'm like that's great that was a great idea so that other part of being an owner that entrepreneur that sort of marketing yeah. mentality is like listening to people listening to hey man what's your idea what are your thoughts yeah. here so then i just i i said this is great so literally in 72 hours, it was a weekend. He told me on a Thursday, <laughs> I touched bases with, with my other trainers. And I'm like, dude, wow. this, this is what I'm thinking. They came in Monday morning and they were freaked out. They were just like, what the heck, dude? And I just moved everything over, centered everything out. It was amazing. And right now I have seven personal trainers that utilize my gym to come in there to train their clients. Wow. So wow. that says a lot. I mean, and these trainers are top notch. Yeah, I mean, really. And I let this one young man, uh, Joshua, he goes, Hey, can I, can I, you know, check your trainers? I said, absolutely. Yes. He's a, he was an, he is a national competitor. He is just an amazing, honest young man. And uh, he vetted all the trainers that came in and we have a handful. We have, we have those few, but they bring in quality people. You know, and I stuck to my commitment. You know, what do you need? You got to tell me. I will do my best to get it to you. And but even with all my trainers, with all these guys that are going to come in, I got I got three rules, guys. I'm very, very simple kind of guy. I go, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. You come in here, I'll give you anything you want. And here we go. So here we are two years later coming out of this time in history. And um to say that we're gangbusters out, I don't compare myself to other people or other gyms, um, but I say we're we're doing very well, just with our community, with yeah. with honestly with 
I mean, you can walk in and it doesn't matter. Like we don't have clicks. It's, it's a really cool thing because you can have your trainers walk over to the Olympic lifting side. You can have the Olympic lifters coming over. You can have your hit club people to asking questions to the Olympic lifters. And it's just really cool synergy that's coming around with everybody. So that I'm super proud of, uh, of the environment. So my top out number is 225. After that, when people leave, I bring other people in because yeah. that way everybody has a piece and I feel they have a sense of ownership in the gym. And that's one thing that I really like that sense of ownership. When they walk in, they go, I got a piece of this. This yeah. is a piece of me because I'm investing whether they drive five miles, 10 miles to come to your facility. They take the time, they take the energy, they have to talk to their significant others, you know, to say, hey, man, I'm, book I'm booking out, I'm gonna come back in two hours, or whatever that time frame might be. But they have that kind of sense of ownership when they're coming in. And I want to make sure I maintain that for them. Um, so yeah, my, my big number 225, I stop, I'm good. Um, now, with that being said, um, I am starting um, another project actually out in Colorado. Um, and that was with the help of Digital Imprints. Um, it's a firm out there that's helping me create another footprint and develop another voice um, in Golden, Colorado. So I'm going to be opening another gym out there. Same model, same wow. format, but with the consistency and synergy that is needed, I feel, in the gym environment. I so, love that. I yeah. love that. I think that's so important. I, I mean, seriously, I can't highlight that enough. I think you're doing such a big thing for your own community and then even looking to expand into another community. I really do truly want to highlight, Joe, how much you are in the business of helping people. And you truly believe that, right? You even mentioned at one point, I believe that, you know, people lose sight of it and then they're trying to chase the dollar, but yeah, you're not here for that. I mean, the money's going to come inevitably, right? Which is obviously why you have a waiting list, why you know you'll cap at 225. There's a reason why you're in the position you're in, Joe. So I, I, I appreciate you sharing that as well. I think a lot of the viewers have to understand like, hey, like there is a real time where like you, you're not supposed to focus on the money here. You're supposed to, to really focus on, on the priority, which is getting results and helping people feel yeah. better, look better, whatever it is. And so I, I love the core beliefs there. And I, I want to throw a little bit of a longer question here, Joe, but a good question in itself. If mm -hmm. you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. But a good way to kind of understand improvement and, and, and where you want to improve and where you want to go. So, mm -hmm. you know, Joe, what we've been discussing this entire podcast and what we use most prominently in the gym and fitness world are three pillars of business. Okay. And that's going to be one, your lead generation, right? Which is just your marketing, getting people through the door. Then we have our acquisition, which is what comes after marketing, right? You get somebody through the door, you have to acquire them, which is selling, of course. Um, just getting someone interested to a paying client. And then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Joe, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Wow, that is a really good uh, question. And mine is going to be uh, in the center on my leads. Um, one, one thing as an owner, um, don't take for granted for what's coming to you, what's right in front of you. Because as I alluded to, some people sort of chase that dollar and I want all these, all these people to come in. But then right in front of you, there's that one phone call. There's that one email. It's that one person that just sort of stumbles into the gym that you say, hey, I'm gonna give you a call. And you don't call them. 
and that one person is going to bring in 10 people. Okay, that's 10 more people that you could help. That could be 10 more kids that you could help. So I think that very center part, as we get busy and busy, to slow down. And that slows me down to stay focused. I bring home every consent form that, that people sign wow. before they enter the gym. And I shoot, them, I shoot them a quick text. I said, hey, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, please give me a call personally. Shoot me a text. I always tell them text is faster because I only do emails like two times a day. <laughs> you know, I you agree, know? I agree. yeah. So it's that centered little piece, you know. Um, I, I I think for me, um, that I really need to be diligent and stay focused on on the little yeah. ones, the little pieces. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, I I, I want to highlight that because I think a lot of people lose sight of the little things that hold a lot of weight, right? Those things like just reaching out to somebody personally as a gym owner or just the speed of which you do it, yeah. the little things that hold a lot of weight. And I think it really does carry over in the long term and it compounds to be a big effect. So such a great point, Joe, such a great point. I really appreciate you you sharing the, the true experience of being a gym owner here. Yeah. Joe, I have two more questions for you. My two favorite questions of the day. Very curious to see your responses on these two. You know, I know you kind of alluded to this earlier, but I want to hear like a 30 second, I guess, like map of where you want to go. So let's say this, Joe, what's the bigger picture long-term, five, 10 years down the road? What are you trying to accomplish? What am I trying to accomplish? In all honesty, like I'm 63. Um, I've done, done a lot of stuff, helped a lot of people, very grateful for where I'm at. Um, my thing is to open my gym out in Colorado because my son lives out in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have two grandbabies. You know, one's five and one's three. Family is super important to me. So I could see myself in five years at that other gym running that facility um, with everything that I have out here in California. I mean, I have two, two young men in mind that I would feel very comfortable with saying, you guys, I'm going to give this to you. Yeah. You, take, you take this. This is this could be your life. It could be a very good life. And I could see myself just handing that torch over to them as I move on in, into my, my next step in life. Yeah. Yeah. And what I was the other that. question? Well, I didn't throw the second one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, he was, that was a mic drop of an answer. That would have been a beautiful place to close it out, but I got one more for you. And I know this one's going to be a great answer as well. I can't expect anything less from you here, Joe, but Let's say this, Joe, let's say we go back in time here to when you first started the gym, right? You sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now, and you could give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, Joe. What would that advice be for yourself? Who? Um, that one piece of advice was is just, just follow your heart, you know, and, and that's what I tell all, all the young guys that are coming in. Um, I go, just follow your heart. Don't worry about the money. The money's going to come. But one thing in life, be frank. Tell the truth. It could be good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, some people are going to like you. Some people aren't going to like you. But everybody always knows where you come from. And they say, you want a right answer? You want Not the right answer. You want an honest answer? Ask Joe. He will tell you. You might not like it, but he will tell you the truth. So I, I go back, and I haven't really veered from that. So... I just go back and said, and I tell myself the truth. 
don't lie to yourself and say, hey, you know, this could happen, this could happen. No, you got to put your boots on the floor. You got to take off running and you don't stop until you get to where you want to be. That is something that I'm true to. So as I look back, I still hold to that truth right there. So <laughs> that was a mic drop of an answer, Joe. I love that. I appreciate that response there. Look, I appreciate your time today, Joe. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, please yeah. shout out any social media website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and your gym? Uh, um, Evolution.performance.com. Um, the evolutionperformance.com. That is our website. Um, evolution.performance. That's our Instagram account. And uh, Joseph Lucero, Facebook. That That's our ticket right there. So please check us out. Um, take a look at the gym. You're going to really like the reels. You're going to like the pictures. It'll give you a very true essence because you will see that balance of which I spoke of. It's just not a one-sided environment. You can see all, all three pieces. Um, definitely got to give a shout out to my hit club boys at the hit club Academy, uh, trusting me for, for years, but, and seeing the, the process that we're happening, the progress that the young men and women make is amazing. Got to, got to give it out to the digital imprints. Um, you know, helping me create the voice and the platform because we don't get anywhere without help. Um, so that, that I'm truly, truly grateful for. And I appreciate that. And thank you so much for the opportunity, yeah. JJ. Yeah, I appreciate you being an awesome guest. I'll tell you that. Thank you so much for your time and contribution to the podcast, Joseph. I absolutely look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Like I said, if you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, just like I know how you can get the podcast, I'd appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Right on. Let's do it. Uh, And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Mel and Fern from CrossFit Los Alamos in Los Alamos, New Mexico. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you today? Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good, doing well. Excited to have you guys here. Thanks for taking an hour of your time um, out of your day to be here, give back to the fitness industry a little bit. Before we really dive in too deep to the business side, I want to hear a really brief background. What was it ultimately that made you guys become CrossFit gym owners? Well, we've um, started at this gym about eight years ago, maybe a little bit longer at this point. And um, we were pretty, pretty welcomed. It was obviously smaller then. And so we kind of got to participate in the initial Um, family building and I think from there we just really we loved it we're we're crossfitters through and through now Um, so 
I don't know. That's kind of kind of where we're at. Yeah. So it's something that like really impacted the both of you. So why not just go and take over a gym at that point? Um, that's kind of what happened to me too. Like I was a member at a gym before the pandemic and loved it so much and then kind of got involved afterwards. Um, so yeah. Um, my next question here would be, I want our listener to fully grasp CrossFit Los Alamos, who you are, what you do. So can you guys give us kind of a brief elevator pitch? You want to, Fern? Uh, sure. Um, yeah. Um, well, CrossFit Los Alamos is kind of an interesting community. It's uh, we're, we're, we're a town of a national laboratory and uh, we've, it's, it's kind of been grown from that. And so we get a lot of, um, uh, of transplants to the area that uh, that bring a lot of diversity to the area, and so that allows us to 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 pull from that and to to make a, a really really interesting gym. That um, so yeah, so it it's really interesting to see how people from all walks of life come into to this town, and from that we're able to make like a really really cool community here at CrossFit Los Alamos. We kind of joke about it that um, we have uh, quite a few PhDs in the facility. And uh, and so that makes us kind of like, almost kind of like nerd fitness. And, uh, <laughs> and so okay. like, yeah, so it, it's, it's been, it's been a great, it's a great community. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, I think for most of us, right, we, we fall in love with the idea of CrossFit or group fitness because of that community. So I'm happy to hear that that is something that is very relevant in your space. Now to kind of talk more in depth about the services that you guys have to offer, um, you have your CrossFit group classes, but outside of that, give us an idea of what other services you have to offer at the facility. Yeah, so we have some specialty classes. Um, we offer um, kettlebell classes. Um, uh, we have an Olympic barbell club a couple times a week. And we have a gymnastics class. Um, we also have a physical therapist here that does um, like massage, dry needling, that type of thing. So try to have a, a little bit of different yeah, things. A little yeah. A little bit of everything. And that's kind of neat because um, when we are CrossFit, that is pretty niche. So the more that we can offer, the more we can open up our market and help, you know, more people in our community. Uh, so, you know, your bread and butter is the CrossFit classes. How many classes do you guys have a day? Uh, so we have the early morning, 5.45, and then noon, 12 o'clock. And right now we have a afternoon of 5.30 and a 6.30. So we have four classes in the, throughout the day. Awesome. And then in between there, you got, you know, your kettlebell and, and your Olympic lifting and all of that too. Um, do you guys offer, offer personal training at all? Is that something that um, is an offering at the facility? Yes. So we have a couple of personal trainers that are here throughout the day um, with the people that prefer to have the one-on-ones. Mm -hmm. So with the personal training side of things, um, are, they, are these trainers employed by the, the facility? Do they rent space in your facility? How does that work? Yeah, so right now the way we set it up is everybody's sort of a contractor through the facility. So mm -hmm. they um, rent space essentially um, right now. 
Yeah. Is the personal training side of things some an, an area that you guys foresee, like that you could grow, um, something that could be a bigger part of the gym? I think it definitely has the potential. It's not either of uh, Fernando and my background, so it'd be something that we would definitely have to look into a little more. It's definitely the part of the gym that we know the least amount, um, just because we've never been the personal trainer or trainee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, got that. I definitely understand that. Um, you know, personal training, it's not my expertise either. But when we look at kind of the business side here, um, what we can do is get personal training growing and bring in a nice flow of revenue into the business because we can charge a whole lot more for personal training than we can for, you know, a monthly membership. And then for our clients, it's great because a lot of people walk into a gym like this and they want a more personalized experience. Maybe they're getting ready for a wedding and they need to lose five pounds or whatever it is. We can throw them into something like personal training and give them a direct approach to help them reach their goals. It's awesome um, for, for the clients. So it's kind of a win-win for both parties um, and definitely something that the, it, there's no lack of resources out there to help you guys, you know, grow that but kind of moving on to the memberships which is your bread and butter um talk to us about the different membership options that you guys have available at the facility sure we um we used to have like a two time a week um we're kind of trying to phase out on that and we have uh three times a week and an unlimited and reason being why we're trying to kind of push people towards the three and uh, three times a week and unlimited is because um, we listened to another podcast, lots of information, and they were um, talking to a gentleman that was doing a study, and he was talking about the fact that if you stick to four times a week or more, no matter what your age is, essentially, and of course, if you're younger, you're invincible, and you can probably go one time a week and never break yourself, um, <laughs> but for the general population, as long as you hit that four times a week doing CrossFit, that's kind of like the point where your fitness level shoots up, your injury level shoots down. And so we feel comfortable, um, you know, letting people know that that's kind of like, you know, steps to success come four times a week, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but on average, um, just so that you can continue to see um, the, the success mm -hmm. that you, without, you know, hurting yourself and then being out for however long. So yeah. Um, very, very smart decision there for the business and for our clients, you know, the three times a week or the unlimited, um, I do things very similar at my facility. Um, now I want to ask you guys in terms of members, how many members do you guys have right now? Um, so we have about 158 members. 158. So um, with 158, what's the square footage of the space? I forgot to, I don't think we've asked that yet. Uh, it's sitting right around like 3,500 square feet. Decent size space. Um, are you guys in a position where 158 feels good or are you looking to grow and continue to welcome members into the facility? I think we'd always like to, you know, welcome more people that would like to try it out. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know when we kind of talked earlier, I mentioned about, um, being in a healthcare background and would like for when we're walk, we're 
working with the doctors for them to feel comfortable sending people over for for the fitness side or the health side, that type of thing, and be able to accommodate that. So, I mean, that's something for me as a personal um, goal is to try to get the healthcare side and, and the providers that we work with closely at my pharmacy job um, to to feel comfortable sending them on over. So certainly we would love to have, if people want to try it out as something they haven't done, whatever it is, if it's, you know, to be a part of a group, to to lose weight, to, to mm-hmm. you know, stress relief, whatever the reason be, we, we'd love to have them come yeah. aboard. Yeah, I mean, most of us want to always continue to grow because like, it sounds like you guys are super motivated by helping your community. And so why wouldn't we want to help more people in the community if we could? Um, so let's talk about that growth process a little bit because, you know, 90% of us in this industry, the, the, the hardest thing for us is getting them in the front door, getting new clients in the front door. Um, so what are you guys actively doing to aid that growth process to get new clients in? We, um, we were talking about that recently. One of the things we're going to do is that we've um, learned about through a group that we're we're kind of with other affiliates is something called bring a friend week. And so coming up here at the last week in October, we're going to have um, a full week where people can bring in their friends as long as they're there with their friends. They don't just mm-hmm. jump 545 in the morning and they're, they're hitting their alarm. And so um, we're basically going to just have a free week. People can bring in a friend They you know, no charge and they'll be able to, um, participate in the classes, just kind of see what we do. And hopefully that'll kind of take down that barrier of just walking into the gym. Cause I feel like most people that I talk to that are kind of interested or they're like, what do you guys do? It's always, Oh, I'm too scared or I'm not fit enough. Or so I feel like if they can just walk in the rock in the door and just see what we do that, that they would see how fun it can be. And, and that it's not as intimidating as it, appears on the TV or what they see on the internet mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah, yeah, no. So that's a great, um, that's a great idea. And I think, um, you know, whenever we have these kind of referral based programs, we're always going to generate some leads from that, but it is hard to predict the growth that will come because um, our friend, our members only have so many friends that yeah. would want to wake up and work out or get off of work and then go work, uh, work out. So, um, it is a little bit hard to kind of predict the growth that's going to come from that outside of, you know, your referral based programs. Have you guys done anything else to get uh, new clients in? We've kind of worked with uh, the Chamber of Commerce recently to um, put out articles in the newspaper and a little bit of advertising in town um, on some local storefronts. Um but uh, yeah, other than working with our, our chamber of commerce and stuff like that, and, and that little bit of stuff, we have not really done much else. And that's, that's kind of where we're trying to head towards now, like, or like, explore, like, how do we advertise and where do we go from here? Because this is something that we're not very familiar with at all. Mm. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you, I wasn't either. Um, that was probably my biggest struggle when I first kind of got into the business. I have a business degree spent lots of time in marketing classes, but nothing, nothing prepared me to run a gym. I think it's a whole different animal. Um, you know, you, you go to marketing classes and I studied like business with a concentration in hospitality. 
Um, they teach you how to market, you know, hotels, how to market products. But then when you get into the gym world, it's very different. Um, so have you guys, like, if you guys have a presence on social media, have you dabbled in using that at all? We do have a presence on social media on both on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, but we have not dabbled in any sort of um, advertising or anything of that nature. M mo mostly just trying to uh, reach out through social media posts and, and stuff like that, that to get interaction with people. Yep. Um, so, uh, you know, social media in the industry today, it is the number one way for us to grow our business, but it's hard to figure out. Um, I know for, for me, I'm definitely not a social media expert, but I did see, you know, post pandemic, the value in um, really utilizing that to grow. So definitely something to kind of look at as you guys figure out the marketing side, but I want to make sure we have time to discuss more. Um, so my next question here would be, what would you guys consider to be the biggest business related bottleneck or challenge that you're facing? And what are you actively doing to kind of overcome that challenge? I, I don't know. I, I feel like even though we've been here for six months or so, we're still trying to figure out sort of some of the day to day. Um, when I was chatting earlier with, uh, a co-host of yours, we were talking about how my first task was bringing in the toilet paper and fight. <laughs> that was like the first emergency phone call. And, and we're still trying to figure out those, um, where do we order the toilet paper? Where do we order the, you know, that type of thing, which you wouldn't think that would be, but um, so we're still kind of trying to get even just the day to days. Um, mm -hmm. oh. um, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We're kind of like at a, yeah, um, it is It is a little bit hard because, you know, you guys were not business owners beforehand. You were working, you both work in other businesses. Um, and so becoming a business owner, there's a lot that goes into it. Little silly things like making sure the toilets are cleaned at night or like you said, where do I order the toilet paper from? Um, those are all like little finicky things that you have to figure out along the way. And even more than that, you know, there has to be a system behind everything that we do and figuring out how to implement these systems or how to develop these systems so that like the business can run seamlessly if you're not there. It is hard to figure out, um, but I, I have confidence that you guys will build that as you you know continue um, to spend time in the business. It's only been six months. So <laughs> um, next question here that I have, you know, if you guys were to have a magic wand and all your dreams, all your goals for CrossFit Los Alamos had come true, you've reached them all, what would that picture look like for you? Reached all of our goals. Like there's no limitations here. <laughs> Nothing's holding you back. Well, I think right now, I think a, a big thing would be for us to be able to find some place to, to plop a new facility down and for us to be able to go that route because our facility is kind of uh, what we're renting right now from uh, a, a guy in town and uh and the, the space is, is great um but let's go to to have our own facility our own dedicated space that we could start calling our own i think that would be like something like that would really really help out the business and it would uh it would propel us forward Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point as well. 
um, space is always an issue. Like for, for most of us, if we're renting our, our facility, um, if we don't own it, um, we deal with a lot of, uh, a lot of challenges there. Now, Nadine, I mean, I'm sorry, Mel, do you have anything that you wanted to ask, uh, add to that? Well, I think again, I just would circle back to the fact that like healthcare, I mean, I've, I've worked in the healthcare industry mm -hmm. for 20 years. So for me, it'd be near and dear if I knew that even if it was one doctor's office that was kind of sending people over and felt like they saw the, um, the need for their client to come here and, and, and to see the hopefully success stories of, like I said, of, of feeling confident and, and, you know, maybe losing some weight or, um, maybe they're, you know, is, boring as it may be their blood panel you know their cholesterol's down that type of thing just to yep. people realizing that even though like in crossfit your workout is fast fast hard 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 for that minute the longevity and and the sort of marathon that we're living that, that promotes and 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 increases your you know your quality of life so for me i think it loops back to healthcare and knowing that if the provider starts sending people over because they see the benefit that like that's a thumbs up for me Yep, definitely. So just continue to make an impact on the community any way that you can. Um, continue to help people find this kind of sustainable way to health and fitness through group exercise. Um, and so I'm really excited. You know, you guys are only six months in. You're already, um, you know, getting the hang of things. And so I'm really excited to see where this business takes you. Um, what is the, the Facebook or the Instagram page? Where can our listeners go if they're interested in following your journey? So, um, let's see, internet page is the www.crossfitlosalamos.com and the Instagram is, uh, uh crossfit so underscore los underscore alamos. Easy enough to find. Thank you guys for being here, for sharing your insight on the industry. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Stu with Hammerhead out of North Carolina. Stu, what is going on? How you doing? Happy Tuesday. 
It's a great day. You know, I live at the beach. How bad can it be? <laughs> it can't get worse than that, I'll tell you that. Or it can't get better. Oh, man. Look, Stu, look, we're excited to have you on, and I appreciate you being here. And I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty-gritty here of what you have going on here with Hammerhead. But first, let's take a step back and give the viewers a little perspective. So if you can, Stu, in your own words, how would you describe Hammerhead and what you guys do? Well, I've been on the, the Outer Banks in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, this area about um, 45 years. And I think uh, my wife and I opened a gym in 1982. So we were the first, certainly, to have any type of fitness facility on the Outer Banks. And as time goes on, things morph into something different somewhere. So a lot of, you know, different images that we put together. And now both my wife and myself operate independent facilities. She's a personal trainer by trade, and that's her only specialty. And she does it one-on-one -on -one in a private facility. And then I've kind of created myself into more of a retirement phase, being in one place for so long, a great membership. And it's based in a very functional gym that uh, has eliminated most of the, the, the graphics and the, the thrills that are with fitness facilities. We do a tremendous amount of one-on-one uh, -on -one training, my partner and myself, and we have a very, very uh, strong uh, retentive local membership. And that's, that's pretty much where I'm set up. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. A great explanation there. I appreciate you diving into that. And Stu, let's start with the bare bones basics here. How many members are you serving currently? Well, the general membership in our facility is non-employee based at this point. So we have a 24-7 access facility in the actual paying month number 200 with an increase, obviously, in the seasonal time, which is um, May until September. It will jump probably 20% in the membership during that time. Nice. And yeah, that's just what I need. Exactly. And so... Uh, for you, Stu, I think everybody's a little different. So but for you guys, what's been the best method of getting new people through the door? That's a tough question because I've been at it a long time. And so my marketing and my productive enthusiasm has maybe slowed a bit since I've aged. But one thing that I've learned is most facilities use different things to retain or increase their membership base. I'm very fortunate in being able to exist in, you know, a fitness lifestyle business in one place for my lifetime, 40 years. And by doing that, it's relatively easy to build a very strong base of membership. And as you condense and try to create where you want to go with it, I think the best thing I did was just involve time into the community when I had the opportunity. I raised my children in the area and they were all involved in athletics and extracurricular things. I served on a number of boards throughout the, you know, the community and the county over those years. I've been presidents of different uh, civic organizations and heavily involved in just promoting education, health education and fitness. And that just gave me a good credibility that I'm able to exist under. And my style being involved for so many years has probably changed from what it was in the beginning. And I just feel that people enjoy the educational understanding part. And that probably promotes, gives me more business than I need. You know, my word of the mouth business is more than enough for my needs. Yeah. I'm lucky. Yeah, 100% do. And so 
Now let's say this. I mean, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things are unlimited here. I mean, how much higher can you go from where you're at now, Stu? Well, I've been higher, I think. Uh, you know, I've gone from uh, initially about a 2,500 square foot facility in 1982 that uh, housed, it, there was hard to find a gym in a metro area in the early 80s, much less the 70s. Yeah, and so to put one of those facilities in, it draws a lot of local attention. And if you recall, certainly, when were you born? I'm 98. <laughs> so in 82, you know, one of the few options you had to open a public facility was you were almost relegated to buy those old uh, Nautilus time machines. Remember those things? The big old blue frame chain driven selectorized equipment. Pieces, but they really way to fitness and market a, you know, a new thing. So we started with a very small strength facility, but then I've gone into those facilities. I've moved into 14 and 15,000 square feet and had the aerobics, the boot camps, the smoothie bars, the tanning beds, the retail. And I find that all of that was an important part of my learning. But at the end of the day, you know, I go right back to the roots of the business and uh, being around and, and being involved has allowed me to keep a very strong membership. And that e equates to I have, I turn people away, honestly, because I want to keep it small and effective. I gotcha. I gotcha. And so Stu, with that being said, I mean, I guess if the, 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 the goal here isn't to grow, what is the bigger picture now for you? The guys? goal is to educate. That's really where I've found my best purpose. Um, certainly not touting myself. I don't know a damn thing about fitness, but I have a lot of opinions just based on a lot of time. You know, I have an undergraduate degree in physiology. So most of my training is about the explanation of what the body does under stimulus, how it responds to exercise and activity. And I have a really strong interest in kids activity because I think that's going to be the next generation of clients for me. And those children have less and less of it. So I think I'm putting most of my effort since I have the time into trying just to promote and continue to increase the availability of activity, not so much sports and athletics, but activity in general at the elementary and middle school up and teaching kids what it means to run a certain way or what it means to be active and not necessarily be an athlete. I tend to associate with a, with a uh, clientele that a lot of young trainers don't necessarily understand, and that's people my age. You know, I suffered the same injuries. I suffered the same sorenesses. I suffered the same diseases, and I've been through so many of those things that I have a very good rapport with the um, middle-aged and older crowd, and most of those people don't have a good understanding of how to stay fit or what fit is. So my goal is education and try and rearrange so much of that misinformation that may be out there. And um, I have good success with that. You know, when people come to see me, I try to understand what they may have done in the past and we recreate it with a new view and a new understanding. And I find it really successful when someone can for lack of a better way to put it, they can quit chasing numbers around the gym. And maybe try and fix those happen. In other words, I don't chase three sets of 10. I chase multiple repetitions of really feeling what muscles do when they work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know 100%. And I have yeah. one more question for you here, Steve. One last question. My yeah. favorite question. 
you know, Stu, if you can go back in time here to when you first started and sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now, give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? To be successful in this business, I think three things that are important in maintaining, growing, and being part of a community that allows you to live and raise a family. Number one, you have to have the ability to communicate with all people. You can't, you, you, you can't alienate a certain population from what you do. So it's very difficult sometimes, as you know, in this business to smile at everybody and be friendly. Second thing that you need to do is just operate a, a you know, be sincere, be truthful with your membership. Help them when you can help them, make them be understood, listen to them when they need to be listened to. And lastly, provide a facility that's comfortable to come into. And so often for me, that means just being kept tidy. You know, having the areas that people appreciate clean and well-maintained and be involved day-to-day -day in the workings of that business. I think if you provide those three elements, you'll be very successful, not just in the gym ownership business, but in most things that you do. And if you you do it long enough around the same types of people. And at that point, I really believe you've got a good business. If I looked forward based on what I've learned in the past and what I see happening, and, and again, most of what I tell you is opinion-based, just looking around, being involved. I see more and more and more women getting involved in strength work. Uh, when I opened it 82, it was hard to entertain that gender in the strength room was certainly easy to involve them in the social room. The other hand, it was tough to find a man and send him into an aerobic or a social class environment. He was much more comfortable in the weight room. Now, 40 years later, the majority of my members are actually women, women between the ages of 20 and 60. And I would almost say that 70% of my active members are women and they're very consistent and very creative. So as I look to the future, if I were to do something new and different, and have the energy to go out and make it happen. I would uh, certainly enlist and invest into a women's functional trial specifically for that gender. I think they are enjoying it. I think they reap the benefits since they didn't have access to that so often or weren't, did not feel comfortable in being involved in strength work, but now they are, they feel the benefit. And I really believe that's a great market to go after. Stu, there we go. That is a good that place makes, to wrap that, things up. That on this episode. Yeah, that's it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, Stu, I mean, please shout out any social media, Facebook, Instagram, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? You know, I've gosh, I I'm just I'm just don't do it. I don't have an Instagram account. I do Facebook, but it's only to spy on others. I uh, don't do any of the other. Social organizations are very private at this point, and um, people find me. So, you know, come to the Outer Banks. And when you go on vacation, there are a number of op you know, options to choose from, but little old Hammerheads has been there, and we, you know, we provide a good, solid understanding of this general. There we go. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution absolutely. to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two seconds, just like let me know how you can get the podcast. I would appreciate it. I'm just going to sign sure everybody else out of here, okay? Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you.
No problem. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.